Hey there, everybody, and welcome to another episode of To The Point Podcast. How are we doing, guys? Good. Yeah, we're great. Sun is shining. Sun is shining. It is. It is a Tuesday here that we're recording a podcast, so getting the week started. Um, so we're going to jump into another topic here this morning. This one, this one's from Jordan, uh, <laughs> and I'm going to read it word for word. Oh, no, it's kind of scary to not know what we're going to talk about. I, um, for a so I pinged bit. Jordan earlier. I was like, hey, we're, you know, we have this in calendar. Hey, any topic ideas? Him and I usually bounce back and forth with ideas. <laughs> um, and so he's like, hey, here, uh, okay, thought it would be great to address how to tell your boss is wrong. <laughs> no, how to tell your boss that he is uh-huh. wrong. Oh, okay. okay. Best ways to communicate disagreement that's healthy for correction, teaching, and expressing an opinion. So is this your passive-aggressive way, Jordan, <laughs> trying to communicate? <laughs> Just your <laughs> world's greatest boss. <laughs> uh. So conflict, conflict in communication at work, like. What are healthy ways, you know, whether it's directed to your manager, your boss, or a coworker, or someone that's under you, what are healthy ways to, to talk through some of that? <laughs> Silence. Yeah, I, I'll just say, like, the first thing that comes to my head is I have been told that I can get away with saying certain things more directly or clearly than other people. Part of that's, like, delivery or relationship, but I really don't like just beating around the book. Like I'd rather have something on my mind or like, let's say, I mean, I've done that with you already where I'm just like, can you clarify this for me? And maybe internally I'm thinking, I don't think this is a good idea. I'm not going to say that, but like, I I'm not going to just hide behind and think and like, let that resentment build or disagreement build. I'm going to come to whoever, let's say supervisor or coworker and ask for more information so that I can, understand or like yeah what what are some of the characteristics that you say kind of build that type of maybe approachability you know maybe are there any things that people have pointed out specifically like okay you seem you know you can get quote unquote away with a lot as far as being direct like what do you think makes that because not everybody can do that some people are direct and it's awkward yeah it's abrasive yeah what's a healthy version i think there's like a warmth that I would seek to have in my relationships where there is a connection. It's not like some cold and uh, that takes vulnerability for me. And for, I, I think that you're not this arrogant, like I'm always right or coming into something so abrasive. Like I have the right idea and I'm willing to be wrong. (laughs) Like I'm not like, uh, uh, if my perception is wrong or the, my approach is wrong, like I'm willing to hear that and to take ownership for like, oh, I screwed that up or, you know, whatever. So I think that's part of it. Sometimes a smile goes along, like yeah. as far as like eye contact and smile rather than coming in and being like, Sam, I need to talk to you, you know, and then like how people just like lean in, like dig into someone Body like, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, th- I hate conflict actually. So I'd rather like directly communicate about something but in a warm connective way which is just my yeah. mo yeah i agree i'm very similar like i will approach situations uh, like i really focus in on my relationship building with people and i think that that in tough times even in my personal life and professional life because i 
go at people in like a kind and generous way that if I disagree, then it's easier to have a conversation and I'm willing to own up to like constructive criticism. But if I disagree, then like, it's not, I'm not starting like some giant, like controversial conversation. I could go in and be like, Hey, let's talk about this. And then it seems much warmer than being like, meet me in the office. I need to talk to you kind of thing. You know? Well, I think something you feel two of you are are mentioning that I, I feel is a big truth is it, it's, it can't be turned on in the moment. Yeah. So it's like, you've got to relate to, you know, the people you communicate with, like again, it's not something that you can just turn on in the moment. A lot of the work needs to be put in in the long haul, oh, yeah. so that you have that relationship built with individuals that okay, like they they know where you're coming from because of how you've communicated in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you have that relationship there. You can't form it in the moment. Yeah, like you right. can't. And sometimes I will like if something feels. I always use the word crunchy, but like. <laughs> I do. If some, let's say I'm in a meeting and it starts to feel crunchy. So like people are either disagreeing or it starts to feel like, ugh, this doesn't feel good. I, I, I might shut down in that moment because I really don't like conflict where it feels abrasive. So mm-hmm. I'd rather like shut down in that moment and then like discuss things in a safer feeling later. Gotcha, yep. Like that's just how I am. Some people could, and some people enjoy those meetings where it's like, we're going to, you know, yeah. like play devil's advocate. We're going to argue this way and then like get to this outcome. That's like amazing to me. I'm like, I'll just sit in the corner and wait till you guys are all done like bantering and then let's all be friends. And if there's <laughs> still an issue, we'll discuss it. But like with smiles around a table. <laughs> Yeah, that's like, interesting. And yep. like figure it out. But I don't like that feeling of like either people talking down or, and it might not even be, honestly, I don't think it's negative. I, it's just my personality. I don't enjoy it. Like it's not that it's bad. People do that. It's pretty normal. I just don't enjoy it. Do you I like don't that? like to feel attacked. No, like no. I, I'm all for having open conversation and, and you know, coming up to conclusions, but I don't like to feel attacked. What about, what if it's two other people and you're there? Like, I don't like that either. Like if, if let's say oh, two, if two other people yeah, are arguing. Or, oh gosh. Yeah. I don't like that either. I've been in that situation yeah. so many times where even if it's not arguing, if they're just not on the same page and you like, I can almost like see like they're totally missing each other. Right. <laughs> like I could translate to each other what you guys mm-hmm. mean, but I hate that feeling. Ugh. See, but you're the, good at communicating. That's the biggest thing here. I mean, like you're really good communicator thanks hey you're welcome (laughs) (laughs) i've found the right questions go a long way in those types of scenarios Mm -hmm. yeah to pull yeah yeah like where there's that edginess yes or when you sense that it's really hard to take something off of somebody if it's just presented in a way of like hey these are the facts yeah this is my opinion and agree with me versus mm-hmm. more taking an approach of, all right, maybe you're like, again, that's the advice I give someone if they're in a scenario where it's like, Hey, there's a three way conversation. You know, we're trying to figure out, you know, the way to move forward, whether it's this idea or whatever, and just not coming to an agreement. It's just like, you gotta kind of start with asking the right questions and that can kind of often lead you to, you know, uh, a result <laughs> versus just, spewing more and more and more opinions. Mm -hmm. I think another thing that's really important is 
all, along with the communication pieces, understanding what makes people like tick or what makes people thrive. So like if you're in a group and you have, you know, six people on your team and there's, you know, multiple different kinds of personalities and knowing that, you know, this person here does not like to be called out where this one likes to, you know, have, um, you know, a debate, debate conversation and understanding your team to not make certain people feel uncomfortable in situations and letting certain people thrive and other people like step up where they're strong. I yep. think that's one big thing that happens a lot in in meetings where there's people around the table where the person who's hosting the meeting is not reading that. And then that's right. what causes like serious tension, mm-hmm. I think. And I think that like I feel so passionate. If you don't have like high EQ or like mm-hmm. high emotional <laughs> safety in settings, even corporate, like it's going to be a shit show. Like yeah. it's because if people don't have any self-awareness of where they, yeah. you know what I mean? They don't even mm-hmm. know how they're projecting or any of that stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, going back to the whole original topic of the boss thing, because we kind of got on like, I think the most important thing is that people, first of all, have like some sort of structure or format for conversations like that to even exist. Yep. So the one-on-one meetings that are like pretty standard for most corporate settings, but if you don't have good conversations like on a weekly basis, it's hard then to come out and try to say like, Hey boss, I need to talk to you. Yeah. Like it doesn't Absolutely. really work. You know what I mean? Yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Like if you don't have that relationship, like a healthy relationship relationship, leading up to some sort of uh, like issue, you know, right. Then you're either going to be afraid to right. have a one-on-one conversation yep. or it's going to be very uncomfortable. Right. Whereas like Sam and I, I feel like we communicate really well. And sometimes I'm like, Hey, or like, you know, we're coming up with a plan. And I'm like, that's great. What if we think about it like this? And it doesn't have to be like a disagreement, but just show it. Like we talk through both of our viewpoints and then are like, Oh, I didn't think about it like that. And it's not, mm-hmm. we're not disagreeing. We're just coming up with a multitude of solutions. Yeah. I think, I think one of the most important things is, is creating that environment where these conversations can happen. Yeah. And I will, cause the, one of the worst things is where there's an environment where people just shut up <clears throat> and, and they feel like, cause that's the, when you break the lines of communication, because often, um, tension, um, conflict, like the things that cause that and conversations that cause that, it usually means that there's a problem that needs to be solved. And if you can't have that conversation, you're preventing solutions. Correct. And so that, that's one of the dangers that I see is like, all right, you know, trying to create this perfect environment of no conflict and, mm-hmm. you know, no transparency. It's like, oh, hey, you know, we don't really fight or we don't have, you know, tensious conversations. Well, sometimes that can be because like, well, you're just not talking about the yeah, things that need right. to be talked about. So, and everyone's walking on eggshells and like, yeah. So there's wanna, this balance yeah. of like, all right, you need to have sometimes those tensious conversations because there's usually a problem that needs to be solved but it needs to be done in the environment where like everybody's approachable did you just invent the word tentious 
<laughs> I think you did. <laughs> I As it was coming out, I'm like, I don't think this is a word, but I'm going I with it. it. I love it. I'm going to start using it. I'm I think. <laughs> I think that if you are working in an environment and if you're the boss or the manager and someone goes into your office and the rest of the team immediately thinks like has like negative feelings or like, Oh, they're going to get fired or something's wrong. Then something's much like there's something (laughs) much like a much bigger picture problem in your organization. If every time that someone from your team is going into a management office that they're thinking like extremely negative things. You should be able to be like, hey, Sam, can we have a conversation and not have the rest of the office being like, is Kaylin going to get fired? You know, (laughs) that's, I think, when you look at healthy work environments, if that is something that's happening, then that's not a good thing. Like, that's a bad, that's a bad sign, I think. I've been on a team that was super, super dysfunctional and I was newer and so much pettiness, like all the drama and um, lots of like ego. So it was the leadership was like undermining success because there was so much ego involved as like who's getting credit and like lots and lots of of self-sabotaging because it was like this huge competition. But I sat the boss down after a little bit and was like, do you see like what's going on? And it was just that question, like you said, like framing a good question, like instead of me being like, this place is, but I I started asking (laughs) like a series of questions. I was like, I'm curious how you think this would lead us to this. I'm curious, like, and started asking. And of course that some people could say like that was passive aggressive. Uh, I mean, I didn't come out and just say like, this is what I think about everything. I think passive aggressive would have been you not going yeah. to him yeah and, and in a team setting yes. you're trying to like kind of bring yes. your point across okay i so, think i just wanted to yeah interject there i think asking probing questions yes. is the healthy way of having yes. a quote-unquote tentious yes. <laughs> conversation oh. <laughs> sorry continue but your story started to to spark light bulbs for some of the like C-suite leadership of like, oh my gosh, this is going, like we didn't even realize, like, unless you have those conversations and are willing to ask some hard questions of like, I, I'm, I see this is our goal, but this is what I'm seeing all in front of it. Like, mm-hmm. I don't yep. think we're actually going to get there because it's literally like everyone's just like... Traffic jam. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it is, I th- yeah, to your point, it is important to have conversations with people of higher or whatever mm-hmm. position and pointing out things. Because we all see things differently, too. Yeah. I think, even I think it's you, important, yeah. too, to um, maybe read the person or read yeah. the room a little bit. Like, to me, the, the one of the main points is just... <laughs> read the room. <laughs> read the room. We always, like, we always say that. <laughs> like, when you feel internally that, man, we need to have a conversation about this or, like, something's off. You know, it's all right. The conversation probably needs to be had versus just passing that off. But as far as how you're going to approach that conversation, it changes for me sometimes based Mm -hmm. on the person. Oh, for sure. Like like sometimes leadership, you're not going to treat. But yeah, that's my point. Is like I don't think there's like a handbook that's like okay, I can frame every conversation like this when I have you an issue that I need to resolve. It's really like you need to read 
the person. Yeah. And again, some people it's like, hey, more direct conversation. You're not going to hurt their feelings. Right. And it's like, and some cool, let's get to the point in, in five <laughs> seconds versus five minutes. You, some you people know. you want to give like 10 compliments to before. You <laughs> some people just have a lot of feelings. We wouldn't be those people yeah. though at all. Yeah. Like but. some people you could be super direct with and they don't take it personally. They're yeah. like, okay, perfect. Constructive yes. criticism. Let me get out and get back to yep. it where there's other people like me, <laughs> you know, I, I have a lot of feelings and I take things like I take my job super seriously. So you might have to like approach something differently with me than you would with Jordan, who's like his personality type is very different than mine. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's I, important to honor that because yeah. again, some people, uh, you know, a conversation like that can stick with them for months. And it's like go, if you handle it the right. wrong way and it can, you know, prevent, prevent them from doing their job and like having a good time, you mm-hmm. know, at, at work, but you feel like, Oh, I got my point across. Okay. Now we can move on. Um, again, it's just reading the person I think is, yeah. I a think lot that goes back it. though to right. Having emotional intelligence, like you yes. as a leader can say, I'm not going to read this book and then do everything like, like you're actually thinking about people. You're thinking about how you deliver things to people like that. Some people don't have that skill, yeah, which is a huge detriment to teams and growth and success. Because if you if you can't read the room, yeah, and you can't gauge your delivery, and you're just coming into everything like this bulldozer, like it's yeah. not going to work. I know we talked about this on an earlier podcast, but um, talking about having a team and not honoring each member like individually based on how they, you know. Uh, like are just on their emotions. You know, if you have a giant team and there's one person who's, you know, I don't know, late every morning, just for example, you know, you have one person on your team, there's six people and there's one person that's late. And then the management comes and says, everybody, we're going to sit in this conference room. It's like, we can't be late for work. You're like, why don't we just talk to that person? Right? Like, I mean, do we really need to have all like, read the room, like hit it head on. If there's an issue with one person, don't bring an entire team down because that, that is really bad too. Yeah. I think, well, I think to your point, clarity is a, is a big factor in mm-hmm. this. Like I, again, it's, it's a balancing act. Sometimes if I feel like conversations like this is literally like walking on a, on a mm-hmm. totally t- tightrope. Mm-hmm. Um, and because again, you can fall off either side and it's like, all right, there's a pretty (laughs) bad ditch on either side. Um, But I think one of the things is I always lean on the side of clarity versus anything else. Like again, you can, I, I feel like you can present clarity, you know, in a soft honoring way sometimes when it's needed. But I think the worst thing is when you leave a, a tentious conversation. <laughs> Why that word just? Okay, keep going, keep going. <laughs> and the person leaves the meeting feeling what? What exactly yeah. did yes. we talk about? Oh, Who are we talking about? Yeah. Is it like, me? Is yeah. it so, you know, I, I know I've right? had that tendon, or I've seen that happen in some conversations that I've had in the past, where it's like, oh, I review that and I understand the follow-up meeting is. I don't think they quite got it. Like yeah. I don't think there was enough of clarity yes. because. You know, maybe you were trying too hard to not quote unquote hurt their yes. feelings or yeah. something like that. So again, I think clarity goes a long way. It's um, it's super important. Yeah, absolutely. So important. So important. Clear. Clear is kind, right? Yeah. That's yeah. what Brene Brown says. And 
without the clarity, that's when your brain starts like tricking, you know, you can convince yep. yourself of any narrative, literally. You could have a meeting, you can. Yeah. You can convince yep. yourself of something that's totally untrue when you leave something and, and there's not clear communication. I mean, yep. you can start imagining the worst and depending on where your headspace is. Like, I've, To that yeah. point, I've often, a framework that I've found helpful is like if there is a difficult conversation, backing that up usually with a, with a note, like a like an email or like something <clears throat> in again, writing. Like saying, you said, yeah. you can have a 15 minute conversation yes. with someone and we can forget half of it. Yeah. And then our, and we you go hold on this, to like one little, yeah, nugget you hold on to like, like yeah, one yeah. little thing mm-hmm. and you kind of miss the mm-hmm. 90% or something like that. Mm-hmm. So I think again, that's like do the other person a favor sometimes again i'm not saying every conversation but some conversations do require like a a clarifying Mm -hmm. follow-up just for clarity's sake and that goes personal and professional Mm -hmm. i think so too yeah i feel like when ben and i my husband and i have if we have a hard conversation then one of us will follow up with like a text or something like we good you know and just like just make sure that you know each is okay after like a hard conversation and i feel like yeah that's super valuable because then you can walk away and be like okay now that's you know we're we're past Mm -hmm. that and like you can move on without harboring over certain things (laughs) a lighter version of that that (laughs) saturdays is like all right sometimes it's just projects around the house Mm -hmm. that need to get done and you know we'll have a conversation about it she's like hey like this, this, and this would be great to get done. And I'm like, your honey do list. Hey, can you, can you text me a list of that? <laughs> can you put that in writing? Cause I'm not going to remember. Just cause again, yeah. we, we, we tend to forget things yeah. like that mm-hmm. in conversations when there's a conversation mm-hmm. where it's like, ah, we feel the tension and it's, you know, that dynamic going on. Just mm-hmm. communicate. Just well, do yourself that, a favor, yeah. do the other person a favor and just create as much clarity as possible. Yeah. I've been trying with my kids. So I have a nine and 11 year old and as much as I can. So sometimes they're really emotional kids and spewing out just like long conversations of these feelings. So I will try to be like, so can I just tell you what I think I hear you saying? Yeah. And they're like, Yeah. And so then I try because sometimes I do miss it right. where I'm like, I think this is what you're telling me. Yeah. And I'll say it in like two sentences after they're like 40 minutes of vomiting all over. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's super helpful to be like, am I on, like, did right. I get the takeaway from yeah. myself or am I missing? It? I think that's important. So I may we'll touch base on this before we, you know, end the podcast here, but I think being on the receiving end of that, I think that can be a great practice. Like I wish more people would even do that to me sometimes it's like hey when i say something yeah if they can rebound it yes. back to me like hey what are you hearing yeah. me say mm-hmm. and sometimes i'll ask them yeah what did i'll ask them that question what did you think that i was trying to communicate to see yeah. if they actually understood what i was saying right because sometimes all you'll be like you're using adult words <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay then reflect back to me. like i want to make sure you got the and you know yeah. sometimes we're talking about really hard deep concepts but to hear their kid words. Yeah, their take <laughs> on what Yeah, their saying. take on what I'm saying. It's like, and a lot of times he's like, I don't understand. I'm like, right. okay, let me say it again in a different manner. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Different words. But that does go a long way in adult conversations as well. Yeah, I think in the workplace. Yeah, that's workplace. Like just yeah. as true. It's like, hey, again, make sure. Because sometimes we can deliver something. Yes. In our minds, it's like, hey, I've done the mental. Hey, here's point one, two, and three. And I'm going to relay that. 
sometimes we don't come across as clear as we think we do in yeah. our own minds. And again, just making sure that the person that we're communicating to is understanding what we're saying. For sure. Yeah, it's huge. Jordan, did we do okay on your time? <laughs> <laughs> I did it wrong. <laughs> oh gosh, we have confrontation coming. <laughs> All right, well, awesome. awesome topic. Thanks guys for chipping in. Jordan, appreciate the topic. And to everybody listening today, hope you have a great day and hope to see you on the next one.